Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. What's up, guys? Welcome to I Do Podcast, where we interview the world's leading relationship, marriage, dating, and self-help experts. 
Whether you're dating, single, married, or struggling in a relationship, we're here to help give you the tools to succeed. On today's show, we welcome Marnie Batista, and Marnie is a certified professional dating and relationship coach and expert, writer, and nationally recognized print and online magazine expert. Marnie was named one of the 10 best women's dating experts by datingadvice.com and recently came out with a book last October, How to Find a Quality Man Without Going on 200 Dates. And if that piques your interest, then you are going to love today's show. Whether you're a man or a woman trying to not go on 200 dates to find the right person, we have a ton of great advice for you. In today's show, we cover how to take responsibility and not blame others or other situations for why you aren't finding the right partner. How to look Within, look at your early childhood to determine the things that are causing you to struggle in finding the right match. Power posing. I really love this one. What is power posing? It's literally putting your body in a powerful pose to give yourself the confidence to have a great relationship. So if you're dating, especially if you're dating a lot and you're going on these new dates, it can be very nerve wracking. So Marnie gives us this great exercise to help calm your nerves and set yourself up for success. And then one of the other things you want to listen for is how to practice listening to your intuition. A lot of times, you know what the answer is already of how to find that right partner. You're just not listening to it. So Marnie tells us how to make a pause and practice listening to our intuition. So definitely listen for all of this great advice. As always, we appreciate you guys listening to the show, subscribing on iTunes, leaving a review. Enjoy today's show. Support for I Do Podcast comes from Talkspace, the online therapy company that believes that therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. Join over 500,000 people who have used Talkspace for online therapy with their licensed therapist. Get $30 off your first month by visiting Talkspace.com forward slash I do. That's one word, I-D-O. That's Talkspace.com forward slash I do. Hi, Marnie. Thanks for joining us on the show today. I'm so happy to be here. We've given our listeners a little overview, so why don't you take a minute, tell us about yourself and why you enjoy helping people improve their relationship. Mm. Well, you know, I think that we teach what we need to learn. And so the mission really of my soul, so to speak, is if I could save one person out there, um, from those feelings of inadequacy and hopelessness and feeling like, you know, there's something wrong. Um, If I can sort of shift that and cut that part of their experience of life shorter in any way, then I will have done my work on the, on the planet. Because I feel like once you are in a place of self-worth and self-love and, and feeling like you matter and your needs and wants and desires matter and that you have the right to express 
them and get them met, then when you get into a relationship, you can create something that is epic, you know, beyond what you could have even imagined. And that so it starts, uh, starts with self and then you shine that light forward and create amazing relationships. And then you're amazing parents and we change the world one person at a time. That is a great perspective to have because it can be so daunting in the work that you're doing. And then with this podcast, we're trying to reach so many people. And and I know we do. And and I'm sure you are as well. I know you are. But if you just take that perspective of if we affect one person out there, and even in, in someone that's not giving out relationship advice like we're doing, but just with a smile to your neighbor and those things, I love that because that can really go a long way in making the world a better place. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, I have kids, you have kids. That's what we want. You know, we just, we want to, we want to make it better for our kids. And today's topic, I think, is going to make a lot of people's lives better because we're going to zero in on how to find the right partner. And last year, last fall, you released a book, How to Find a Quality Man Without Going on 200 Dates. I think that is a great goal to have is to to find (laughs) a quality partner. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a man. It could be a quality woman. So let's just dive right in. What are kind of the main tips from your book and then from working with clients that can help someone find the right person without going through the frustration of 200, 300, 400 dates? (laughs) Well, I think the first thing is is taking responsibility. And in the book, um, it's sort of part memoir, part how to. And I share my own story of, you know, the journey and trying to figure it out on my own and making everyone else wrong, whether it was my ex-husband or my ex-boyfriend or life or God or whatever it is, and really taking responsibility for creating a different outcome for myself. So I think the number one premise and kind of foundation principle of the book is that you know, as individuals, we are responsible for creating the life and the vision that we want to make that happen. And most of us get really trapped by believing that circumstances are creating our condition. And so when someone's dating, whether it's a man or a woman, conditions can really suck. Um, you know, it's like, Online dating sucks. Men suck. My town I'm in sucks. You know, I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too young. I have too many conditions can really impact what we're doing. So we're looking at as a first step, realizing that you are at the cause, not at the result of your conditions. That's great. So it's, it's maybe another way to look at it, just so I'm following you, that don't make an excuse that men suck and that's why you're not finding the right partner really look internally and see what's actually going on absolutely because you know in my own story i had that moment where i realized that i'm the one common denominator in all my failed relationships and i really encourage everyone who's listening like if you look at back and you have any sort of pattern um and up until now you've been looking at you know well you know it's this guy or it's that guy or men are no good or whatever it is to really look at you know am i the the one common denominator and look at what is it that i need to shift because what i've seen from working with clients thousands of them um is that when they shift who they are and who they're being and how they're showing up, 
they begin to attract higher quality people into their life, higher energy people, higher frequency people um, that are more than what they're really looking for. And so, you know, you get back what you put out. So if you change what you put out, you will get a different result. We talk a lot about on the show being the person you want to date. So yep. if, that's just exactly that, that if you are attracting negative negativity, that's probably what you're putting out into the world or n- not necessarily all the time, but it, that is certainly something to look at. Um, I know one of the other things that's important in finding the right partner is understanding what your attachment style is. So is that something that you deal with with your clients and help them find the right partner? Well, yes, it yes, it, it, but in a little different sort of portal, I would say. Um, really, what what we do is, and I think this is important, is to go look at the message that you sort of grew up with as a way to cope and survive. Um, meaning that you know we were just at a retreat with fifty clients, and so there's a lot of like feeling not important, right? So if they grew up with this message, feeling not important, what are all the ways that they try to create that in their lives, right? Whether it's being defensive, whether it's being super needy or being taking on the victim role in relationships, um, and so what I really invite clients to do is to look back into um, their their early formative years, you know, even like zero to seven is where a lot of this stuff is happening and look at that message that they learned and trace back. How does that impact the role that you took on in your family? Were you the rebel? Were you the caretaker? Were you the fixer? Um, How does that then impact the role that you take in your relationships? And when you don't feel important, when you don't feel loved, when you don't feel lovable, most of us adopt a lot of strategies, coping strategies to try and fill in, Um, whether it's numbing out with food or binge watching Netflix or um, having a lot of different partners or whatever it is, overworking, right? And so all, if you trace it back, it's really all just because we're missing feeling important and lovable and worthy. And so looking back at that and how it impacts how you show up in a relationship is i think an interesting way to to go back and and look at it it's not as sort of clear cut as like if you're this then it's that style or you're this it's that style it's really more putting on a little bit of a detective hat and taking responsibility and noticing how it shows up for you everything that we're talking about goes to looking back towards within and and i think just harping on that taking responsibility. It's so important that the first thing you want to do is is look internally and then you can examine why you've maybe become someone that's seeking a certain kind of negativity, which is a bad partner. But another guest that we had on the show, kind of along the same line that, that you're describing, said that think of yourself as a gift to your partner and in giving yourself that self-worth and that you do deserve to be happy and to be with someone that loves you for who you are and, and it's not trying to change you and all that. But I really like that, that if if you're on this journey you're f- to find the right partner, to think of yourself, not in a boastful, egotistical way, but in a, in a self-loving way that you're a gift to 
whatever, whichever partner you choose or, or find. Absolutely. And one thing that I will say is that, you know, a lot of smart women and men are listening to this podcast. And so it's very easy to say, you know, think of yourself this way. And we can't think our way out of our thoughts, right? I can't just like wave this magic wand and then tomorrow morning you're like, oh my God, I feel like a prize finally, right? So what I really teach in the book is that it takes a process to get there, um, is like revealing what exactly it is, what is sort of the the, the message or where is that um, I'm not lovable coming from? Where did you learn it? How was it helping you survive? Really getting conscious about how you don't need that anymore, um, he- healing it really. And so you're looking at what are the unconscious gains you get of staying in that because you, you want to change. I know every single person listening, how, otherwise they wouldn't be like spending their time listening to become better, better humans and, and create really amazing relationships. So there's an unconscious gain of staying stuck in that. And what does it really look like to let go? And, and how are you being? We're really big into what we call somatics or embodiment at Dating with Dignity. So just as an exercise, if you walk out in the world, just go get your next cup of coffee and wait in line and park and, and stand at the counter and order your coffee as if, you know, you are important, you are unlovable how you show up, what you do and how you do it actually looks and feels different. So I'm a, I'm a fan of sort of, you know, thinking about it and setting your eye on, you know, I am the prize, but then do the, the processes necessary so that you actually believe it from the tips of your toes to the top of your head. Um, because that is what men find irresistible. I love that advice. So the, the somatics and embodiment to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's kind of like I've heard this described in other ways to improve yourself is fake it till you make it. And I don't want, I'm not saying that in a negative connotation, but you can't, if you are struggling to be happy and to feel happy, smile. You might not feel like smiling, but just the act of smiling is changing your biochemistry and you will probably become happier. Is that, is that, am I on the right track there? Absolutely. And actually there's a researcher uh, named Amy Cuddy, um, who is a, a psychologist, the Harvard business school. She's at this famous Ted talk on power posing. And actually what they did is they went in and they had, um, two groups of people that were giving a presentation and they had one group of people do what they call power posing. Um, and it was like a somatic em- embodiment of confidence, um, of feeling really secure, um, well-practiced, whether they were or not, right? They just went into this position. Then the other group, um, they had them actually sitting at an office desk uh, with their feet up on the desk, leaning back, um, just in a very sort of um, apathetic uh, position, right? And they went in and they had these two groups do a presentation and they had the same amount of preparation, the same amount of tools. It was exactly the same except for that they had done the power posing. And so what they realized is for a lot of different reasons, uh, scientifically, when you are in an embodiment of confidence, um, you actually perform better. So when they gave feedback, the uh the panel um, 100% of the time said that the, the men and women that had power posed um, gave a better performance. 
So this is a, it's not really fake it till you make it. It's really take on your authenticity, like connecting into your, you're great. The, the stories and the limiting beliefs and the crap that sort of comes up as you go through life to kind of discard that and really center into your, your power. Um, and then do that for two minutes and then show up on your date or show up on your big conversation with your boyfriend or husband and it will actually create a different result. That's a much better way to say it than than fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And and I, I remember watching that TED talk or listening to it and in uh yeah, it's pretty amazing. So before you go on that, that next date, do do your power pose. I think I think was it that they put their hands on their hips like Captain America or something. Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah for, like, for women, we like call it uh, Miss America. Although, or not Miss America, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, but that's right, yeah. What's funny is uh, we sort of adapted it, Dating with Dignity, and so we had a standing and a sitting position <laughs> because but lots of people are meeting people on coffee dates, right? Or uh, So we, we, we found this amazing uh, image on online. It was a Kim Kardashian kind of like in a uh, Cleopatra type. And so she's sitting at this at this throne, like, and her legs are crossed and her shoulders are back, and she's kind of, you know, angled away a little bit from the chair. And so we had our clients practice, um, uh, the, we called it the Cleopatra. And it's amazing. They, they did that for two minutes before their date showed up and they completely felt different on the date rather than going to the coffee shop, kind of looking around, trying to see like, I hope that's not him or maybe that's him or looking at their phone nervously or whatever it was. And we just had them, you know, sit there with their beverage in this position. And it, it was a really empowering experience. So yeah, you can do Wonder Woman or you can do the Cleopatra. Or Captain America for the guys out there. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. Well, we talked about taking responsibility and then looking up what, uh, looking at what we grew up with and then the power posing. What is another tool someone can use to help find the right partner? Well, one of the things I think that is really, really important um, for women, most uh, and actually men in our society today is that we are all very much performance uh, achievement uh, oriented, right? Like I'm going to go on 10 dates and in two weeks, you know, even like people who write books like, you know, 100 day, you know, find a man in 100 dates or it's very much performance oriented. And what happens is we get attached to the outcome. Um, and when the outcome does not go the way we are attached to it happening, um, we start to release cortisol in our body, which is a hormone that is a stress-related hormone that makes us feel sick. It makes us feel crummy. Um, it shuts down our body. Our, our talk about somatics, you know, our shoulders might hunch. We um, we might feel like we're, uh, you know, feeling sad, but like sad in a way that we it defines who we are. And so what we're really talking to our clients about now and when it comes to, to dating and looking at, at how we show up on dates and the activities that are involved in, in getting a, a relationship to have what we call a mastery orientation, which means that every single experience is an opportunity for you to learn something and really focus on the pieces of the process. So 
what I love about it is when you have a mastery orientation to dating, it's really all about you and not about him or her. Um, so really breaking it down. So when I go on that coffee date, let's look at the different pieces that I want to master. So I'm going to do the Cleopatra and I'm going to do that. I'm going to show up a little early and I'm going to do it for five minutes. And when I'm on that date, I'm going to really focus on listening and being a really great listener and intuitive listener. And I'm also going to really focus on looking in this person in the eye. And instead of a performance orientation, which would be like, I'm going to go on that date and I hope he's cute. And if he's not, I want to get out of there. And if he is, he better ask me for a date. (laughs) Because when we focus on the pieces of the process, it's much more empowering. And then we come out of it. We're like, wow, even if he wasn't my guy, like I was really able to engage in conversation. And I felt confident this time on the date. Um, It's it's a really a, a. powerful reframe of an experience and it's like instead of always focusing on the bullseye really focus on how's your stance how are you pulling back the 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 arrow how's your release how's your grip when you focus on that and you focus on the pieces you do not have that cortisol rushing through you you're more open you're more present and you're more engaged that's such a great way to approach dating and life, I think. Yes. Because I know I find I am definitely performance orientated and that I I want to complete projects and I want them to be done right. And, and it's all, you can correlate this to, to anything in life and certainly in dating. And instead, if you take a perspective of, it is the process. That is, it is the journey. It's not, yes, we want to find the right partner, but if you go into it with these super high expectations and then it doesn't work out and your performance is, let's just say that that is a, a, a fail, then it's super frustrating where I just love that. So instead you go in, if the outcome is that you hit it off and that's your next husband and wife, great. If not, you're working on these pieces of your personality, pieces of your communication, and it's not all for nothing. You are gaining something out of that interaction, out of that time. Absolutely. And, and when you have a mastery orientation, one of the outcomes you always want to take is like, did I learn something? And that's what I love about dating um, is that it's an opportunity to learn about yourself and, and something about the other person and just the experience of connection. And and so there's uh, always a win. It's not that you, I want to be really clear. It's not that you let go of the goal. It's not that you still um, you have to say, well, hi, you know, I don't really want I don't care if I meet someone. We all know that's crap. But you don't focus on the goal. You focus on the pieces of the process and then you trust the process and magic happens. Do any of your clients have any like aha moments when they're evaluating themselves and what they do in these types of situations to kind of figure out what that one common denominator, if it is them, like what they're doing or, or specific ways to change what they're doing? Well, I think if you look at what's the common denominator in all my failed relationships, for a lot of uh, clients that we work with, it's that I didn't, well, there's two. I didn't listen to my intuition, right? I knew something wasn't right for me, but I kept rationalizing and coping and listening and uh, kind of putting up with stuff that I knew wasn't right because I was afraid, right? So that's one com- one common thread. And then the other piece is um, I get in a relationship and I never make my needs known. 
it's cool. It's fine. You know, if I tell him, like I have a client that I was working with this morning and she's been dating a guy for about a month and um, she knows that she is scared out of her mind of it actually working because even even though she wants it, like it's really scary to be known at that level. And so we really talked about her fear and it's showing up in, a, in this. I'm not sure if we have good chemistry. And so her assignment in the next day is to actually have a conversation because her need is she wants chemistry. She also feels like he's really wanting to move fast and that's feeling uncomfortable for her. So we realize she has this unspoken um, expectation and need that she was afraid because she didn't want to make him feel bad. Um, and so I said, your assignment is to be vulnerable and talk about how sometimes you feel connected like a friend and sometimes you feel chemistry and that scares you. And to also share, you know, like my pace is this. And so when you talk about, you know, my pa- meeting parents and buying a house, to, it, it freaks her out. They've only been dating a month. And so just being in that space of saying like my needs matter, what are my needs? And and up until, you know, working with us, she, she would have just been like, you know what, the, like friend zone, he's out. And she would have just ended it. Um, and I said, even if he's not your guy, like you're going to practice expressing what it is that you want. So a lot of people in relationship do not do that. So that's another big sort of bucket that people fall into of, you know, why things go wrong. I've said this on the show before, and it's such great advice. And it's basically what you're saying. But it's a quote, I don't know who exactly said it, but the measure of success in your life can can be made by the number of difficult conversations you have. And this is exactly that in relationships. If you're not, if you're just taking the easy route, you don't have that difficult conversation early in the relationship, or even if you've been with someone for years and you're married, it's not just going to go under the rug. You're going to end up being unhappy. So that is great advice. And what would you tell someone that is having trouble listening to their intuition? How can they tap into that better? Well, one of the greatest things that we do is is to develop um, a practice of listening to your intuition. And what I'll share is a, a part of a tool that we call the four-way check. But ultimately, the piece that I can teach you here is to get grounded, get centered, put your hand on your heart, uh, put your feet on the ground, however it is that you feel centered. Um, and then actually ask the question, a high-quality question of yourself. Um, what is the message that I need to hear right now? And take it without judgment. Just take the answer. It might say, bring an umbrella. And you're like, okay, but it's sunny out. Okay, well, my intuition said to bring, just bring an umbrella. Maybe it rains, maybe it doesn't, but I want you to get in the practice of starting to ask the questions and start to receiving the answers and then following through. And it really is practice because the more you check in, the more it becomes um it's like having that number on speed dial rather than having to go to your contacts every time. And pretty soon, you know, it's just like you can just say, you don't even have to go to your favorites. You just say call intuition, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and then you get to, and it's it's like, you know, I really recommend that people sort of use that inner, I call it the inner directed leader, you know, like really live your life that way. And um, your intuition is usually coming from that place of, um support the 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 inner critic or we call it the gremlin is usually telling you not to do stuff um or uh so i would i would look to practicing as a way to exploring and developing that part of your of yourself 
it's almost like a little pause and it's kind of common to hear now, but mindfulness, just being aware, taking that pause to ask yourself the question, like you said, and it can be such a valuable thing and, and just slowing things down and, and clarifying your thinking. Absolutely. And, and really ask, you know, quality questions. So before we go to the lasting love round, I want to ask you, you're a dating coach. How would someone know that's listening or s- someone struggling with, with dating? When should they go to see a dating coach, someone like you? Mm. Uh, well, you know, people come to me when they've tried everything and it didn't work. <laughs> so um, it's like you read the book, you took the class, you went to therapy for five years, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I would say that it is really great to get some support when you feel like everything you know and have worked on isn't working, then it's almost like the tip of your nose. It really helps to have someone else help shine the light on those places that you're not able to see yourself and provide you with support and guidance and a reality check and some practices and tools. Um, Because if you haven't achieved what it is that you want yet, um, real strength and power comes from knowing when to ask for help. That's great advice. And all of the advice so far has been great. And I just want to reiterate and kind of go over before we go to the lasting love round that if you're struggling in your dating, take responsibility, look at your history, look at your early young life and what you grew up with and maybe how that shaped you to who you are. Power pose, get that Wonder Woman and Captain America pose going and then practice listening to your intuition. All great stuff. And now we're going to move forward to the lasting love round. But first, we want to tell you a little about our sponsor, Talkspace. Almost every guest we've had on the show has recommended talking with the therapist as one of the most effective ways to improve yourself and your relationship. And that's why we're excited to tell you more about Talkspace. If you've ever thought about going to therapy, but found it too inconvenient, too expensive, or just too embarrassing to make it into an office, then give Talkspace a try. Talkspace is an online therapy company, and they make it easy to connect to a licensed therapist handpicked just for you for as little as $32 a week. Talkspace allows you to text, audio, and video message your therapist as much as you want. Your Talkspace therapist can listen to you vent about work or family, explore your relationship, and help put you on the path to a happier life. To sign up or to learn more, go to Talkspace.com forward slash I do. That's one word, I-D-O. And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code I do to get $30 off your first month and to show your support for this podcast. That's I do in Talkspace.com forward slash I do. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. What is one tool or practice our listeners can use on a daily basis to help improve their relationship? 
Well, I love the uh, appreciation and gratitude practice. I do it with my husband almost every night. And that is before bed, we each say three things that we appreciate about each other and three things that we're grateful for. And it creates connection and it feels really nice to go to sleep knowing that your hubby or your wife appreciates that you took out the trash or that you gave them a hug or that you listened to them complain about their day at the office. Is there a book or resource you could recommend for listeners who want to improve their relationship? Well, I know this isn't brand new and exciting, but I really love the love languages. I think it's an awesome tool and an awesome resource to really understand how your partner experiences love so that you can meet them where they are. Great. Well, we'll have that book as well as uh, your book, which is How to Find a Quality Man Without Going on 200 Dates on your show notes page on idopodcast.com. We've been married for two years now. Is there any advice you'd give newlyweds? I love this question. Uh, I would say that there's a great quote by Annie Lamott, and it says, um, uh, uh, expectations are resentments waiting to happen. And so I would say really be clear and concise and precise about expectations with your partner uh, because we are not mind readers and we have no idea. And so if someone lets us down, then we get resentful. So really communicate about expectations. What advice would you give our single listeners looking for a happy relationship? I think you said it earlier, but I would say that look for the, just sit down and, and take a pause from the circumstance reason why you're single um, and start to look at the thread or the pattern and ask, is there some sort of common theme and how are you as the common denominator in, in your life um, a part of it? And then ask yourself, am I willing to look at it so that I can make a shift? Well, Marnie, thanks so much for coming back on the show and chatting with us. So let's wrap up by having you tell our listeners where they can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Yeah, so they can find more about um, us at datingwithdignity.com. Our listeners can find all the information and links of today's episode on idopodcast.com. Go to the podcast tab and you'll be in the archives. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. My pleasure. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you haven't done so already, head on over to our website, idopodcast.com to check out this episode's show notes and to sign up for our newsletter. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.